0: What's up, y'all? It's B. Daniels with another edition of Dangerous Sports Talk. Let's get right into it about this Lakers game. They lost to the Warriors, the depleted Warriors, by two points. After they blew a 19-point lead to hell, Dennis Schroeder led the team with 25 points. The missing game winner had 19 puss-ass points. Ad had a double double. Kuzma had a double double. A great, wonderful. Curry had twenty six. Cute ass Kelly O'Burn. He had what? I think like nineteen points or something like that. Something like that. But the Warriors showed their grit and their fire to win this game. What the Lakers did was get comfortable. They got comfortable enough to let them back into the game and win it. And I do have something to say, say to and about Mr. Missing Game Winner, but everybody wants to give us, wants to give him a colonoscopy every day of our fucking lives for saving him from irrelevancy. First of all, you wanted to be the hero. My God, how embarrassing. Oh, and Andrew pretty much had you supposed to be able to do things that mere mortals can only dream about what the fuck was that? You got shut down by a number one draft pick, Mr. Andrew Wiggins, who I forgot, totally forgot was over there until I looked at the fucking stats. And not only did you barely get 19 points, but you missed a Carlton-like game winner. And one thing about me, anybody who really knows me, knows that they can't come to me like they do other Laker fans, because I have no issues whatsoever in laying everything out on the table for discussion and looking at you, like, come on, what's up? What you gotta say? And Clipper fans are looking at us, like, oh, you blew a 19-point lead. Anybody that's lost by 51 points has no room to say shit to me, because they did the same thing with the Warriors as well, so what's up, we two of a kind. You have no room to talk, and it's always the ones that have no room to talk that have the most to fucking say about your teams not doing this, not doing that. Unlike them, I can come come to my teams about anything. I can talk about them, I can dog them, I can praise you when you do good, and dog the hell out of you when you do bad. And blowing a lead is one of those things that absolutely pisses me the fuck off. Because you were up by 19 points. The game was right there for you on a silver platter. (laughs) And instead of stomping down their necks, paralyzing them and letting them know, like, you're not winning shit tonight. You got careless, you got lazy. And you literally let the Warriors come back and win the game by two. That's some Chicago Bulls type shit because they have been known to blow leads. And I know Bulls fans are gonna look at me crazy, but like, don't look at me like that because you know I'm telling the fucking truth. The Bulls have... Have a track record of blowing leads. For example, when they played the Lakers, about I believe three seasons ago, they were winning from the opening tip off, but the Lakers found a way to get back to the game and win it. So I don't want to hear nobody tell me shit about the Lakers blowing leads when when the Bulls have done it multiple fucking times. But yeah, it was a winnable game. And they decided to blow it out the water. Especially when Latouat shot that shot that supposed game winner out the crack of his ass and ended up missing. So guess what? Nobody gets a pass here. They don't call me be dangerous for nothing. I'm just going to leave this game. Oh, shit. I almost forgot. The Browns and Chiefs game... The crickets were astounding. After they beat the Steelers, that was their Super Bowl. Talking shit out the ass. They're saying KC can be beaten, this and this and that. Barking like the little pools that they are. And just like I said, KC showed why they're the Super Bowl champions. The defending Super Bowl champions, my bad. And they took this game. 17 to 22 what and I didn't expect a blowout, but I expected Cleveland to lose I went to one of my good girlfriend's places and everybody watched the game and she wanted the Browns to win And rather than tell her not to get her hopes up on the Browns. I just let her sit there And yeah, she was mad Pretty much with no running game the Chiefs did what they had to do their defense performed. Their secondary performed, and even with Mahomes out, they got the job done. I can't remember the backup quarterback's name right now. I think it starts it starts with H. I think like Henny something something like that. But he did his job because when a backup quarterback comes in after a guy like Patrick Mahomes, you're not really gonna take him seriously, and you're gonna try to exploit every weakness. And at one point, Cleveland did. They got a t- touchdown. They got the interception in the opposing end zone, and had a chance to come back and take the game and take the lead. Well, KC made sure that did not happen. They could have also had another touchdown, but the ball was deflected out of bound. I'm sorry, in the end zone, and it was labeled as a touchback. They say, "Oh, that was a dirty play." How? What was he supposed to do? Let him score? Like, the NFL is so watered down these days, it doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, a regular football play can be seen as dirty in this era, but nobody would have said shit back in the day. Yes, we have to worry about concussion protocols, CTE, all all that stuff, but let them play the game like it was supposed to be played in the first place. It was absolutely insane. Because I know Patrick Mahomes is a strong player. He can do things that mere mortals can't do, like the king. And to see him out, it did concern me just a little bit. But I knew Casey was going to take the win. That was just that. Kareem Hunt had a vendetta to settle, which didn't really get settled. You got in the end zone. And he got a penalty for sports, and sportsmanlike conduct when he got that touchdown for a rush. But all I have to say to the Cleveland Browns is go home, bitches, and enjoy your offseason. And I would go on a little bit more about the Saints and the Bucks. Drew Drees' really. Five, six, seven, eight. Drew Drees' last game was nothing short of emotional. And the only issue that I have with that game is not only because Thomas Trump won, but How in the bluest of blue fucks does Michael Thomas not get any touches? He's supposed to be one of the best players in the league, and he gets absolutely no touches? I'm not sure what the strategy was, defensive strategy, but I thought that having your best player on the field, you would want to exploit that. You want to exploit his strengths and run the opposing team off the field. That's just what I thought you were supposed to do, but the but the Saints didn't necessarily have that mindset. So the next week is the Bucks and Green Bay. I hope Aaron Rodgers wins. I hope Green Bay wins he's a bad man. Thing, I'm not gonna do that. But I am going to say that Aaron Rodgers is cold weather. And Brady is just going to be Brady. And even though he's gotten to the championship round, it's still like, to me, I think he's missing something. The error and the victory we had on the, the Patriots isn't there in in Tampa Bay. People can argue back and forth about that, but... It may be the age, who knows, but I'm looking forward to seeing a classic ass fucking game. And on that note, I'm going to leave this right here. Thank you guys for continuously supporting the page, supporting me, and getting the word out there that I'm around here. I'm going to keep doing my podcast for you guys, keep speaking things like I see fit, and I love you guys so very much. That's why I'm going to leave this, and you guys have a